I'm Ange. I'm Bev. And, and welcome, welcome to, to Fuck It, We're 50. 50. I found a BuzzFeed article. It's And it has one of those grandiose like titles so that you have to click it because you're like, oh gosh, I have to click this. So th- the title is, Older Women Are Sharing the Life Hacks They Wish They'd Known Sooner and They Just Might Change Your Life. Interesting. So are, you, are you ready for these? Yeah, hit me. They're going to change your life, Bev. Okay. <laughs> like, you're literally going to be so transformed by the time I get done with this article. You're going to, it's going to be amazing. Bring on a transformation. All right. So number one is do movement and exercise that feels good to you. No matter what it is, if you enjoy it, you are more likely to stick with it. So is there any exercise that you enjoy doing? No, no. <laughs> well, no, it depends. I, I do enjoy walking and hiking and stuff like that, but to come in and do the treadmill. It's like a daunting. It is. It's more like a daunting chore than, oh, I get to go home and run on my treadmill. No. No. But I don't know that that's really what that's talking about. I think it's just talking about movement in general. Like at yeah. work, I we as we have desk jobs, you know, I try to make it up with my Fitbit every hour to get 250 get steps. Get up and move around a little bit. Well, I know when I'm at home, like you say, you putz around, I tinker. I'm, I don't sit down. Like, I rarely sit down at home. I'm doing laundry. I'm dusting. I'm picking up. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Getting stuff ready for parties or whatever. I'm, I never actually sit down. So, but I don't have any kind of, like, formalized exercise routine. I just don't. Now, in the summer, I like to walk, get in the pool, whatever, but I don't. I just don't. Yeah. Here's number two. Ready? Mm-hmm. Life-changing. Remember. <laughs> Actually, this one's pretty good. Oh, okay. Stop putting in the effort to be polite to pushy people who bulldoze and take advantage of you. That is a good one. Don't let them put their agenda on you. Period. If you don't like the way it feels or don't like what they're saying... I can't think of anything in well, my life at this current time, though, that would be applicable to that right. necessarily. Although I do feel that I've gotten better with just saying no. Like, I would say yes to everything, a people pleaser. True. And to help and do everything. And I believe now that I find it easier to say no. Yeah. So there's a subsection of this that says, if they aren't considering your feelings then you're under no obligation to be a caretaker of theirs. Yeah. That's pretty profound. Well, that's a whole new perspective on <laughs> number two, isn't it? Because I could relate to that subsection there a little bit, as you know. And Yeah. You know. In different relationships with yeah. different people. And yeah, the way people perceive things and how... I really have to beat into my head. I can't control how other people act. I really have to beat that into my head because I take things so personally sometimes. And I really can't do that. Yeah. And I have to consider my feelings first. And I don't think that that's being selfish. But it is, does kind of go against like literally everything I've ever been told, taught. Like girls are told to be polite and go with the flow and don't rock the boat. And I think women maybe of our age, I don't know about any 
newer generation or whatever but i know our age we were taught to sit there be quiet look cute don't rock the boat don't go against the grain and i think we have to unlearn that at yeah. this age and it's like if those people aren't going to consider my feelings then why should i be considering their feelings right they don't care why should i but it's hard and you really have to be conscious about doing that when it's something that's ingrained in you too so that's something we can work on i know i need to work on that so this one might be a little controversial number three okay for skincare all right basically moisturize hydrate use sunscreen you don't need all that other fancy stuff what do you do in the morning like what do you do for skincare now i'm lucky if i really do anything with my face uh, my three products that i will use though if i do is a vitamin c serum okay so it's like a brightener and i'll follow up with a rock retinol correction formula that's hydrating and if i'm lucky then i will add on my moisturizer which is a neutrogena product but yeah, I'm not as conscious about it and worried about it as I used to be. Yeah. But I don't know if I if I agree with that comment, though. Right. I can only imagine in 20, 30 years what 80-year-old people are going to look like. You already see women who are 60 and 70, and they look so young, a so lot young. of them. Yeah. But I would find it hard-pressed to say that they're not using some of these. Or even the cost of, like facial resurfacing and the acid treatments and all that stuff that you can go to like there's so many places like most spas you can go and get all that stuff done to your face for very 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 cheap now where yeah. before it was kind of like an elitist thing like if you didn't have a lot of money you couldn't get anything done to your face right now you can go to the salon on the corner and have them do the laser treatment and get a layer of skin taken off and you look like you're 10 years younger well and you can buy the products on amazon yeah, the red light and blue light and all that type therapy. I actually have one. I got it a couple of years ago. I asked for it for Christmas, but I never use it. And here again, I don't, I don't know this necessarily. I just don't care. But it's time. Yeah. Like I don't, I, I don't want to age. Right. I don't have a problem with growing older. That's why I said the other night. I don't have a problem with aging. I just don't want to look it. Right. That's, I think that's all of our goals. Right. But I said, you know, but I would yeah. love to see people in 20, 30 years. Like people are going to tend to look younger and younger as they get older. There's just more information, more products, more procedures available to the general population now. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Here's another one kind of along the lines of that other tip. Be strong, but not stupid. Strong is finish, finishing your shift when you're in pain because you're 100% sure that you can take it easy tomorrow and recover just fine, right? Okay. Stupid is when you can't walk right from the moment you wake up and you go to work anyway. Where am I stupid a lot? <laughs> I'm stupid <laughs> every day of my life. So stupid. Yeah. I don't... I think this, again, like we had talked off camera so to speak i think this is a generational thing and for them to say that older women came up with this i don't know i'm not a napper i'm not a rester i push 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 every single day 
So I don't push one day knowing I can rest the next day. When I really can't go any longer, I'll go to bed early or I'll sleep in if I'm able to. Because, you know, I take care of my son, so I don't have time to sleep in. I I just don't think I really agree with this. I, I don't know that I do either. Um, as you said, we were talking earlier, we just, we just know to do what we have to do against millennials is what the subject was about yeah. millennials and how they react in the workforce. How they're kind of, uh, putting their, put personal lives in priority to anything really. Yes. That would be right. Yeah. yeah. Or I think we're the opposite of that. Right. And I would hope, I think, at least from my experience, from the women that I know that are in this age group, it's the complete opposite. We put family and work ahead of a lot of things, and especially, and by far, in priority to ourselves. Yes. I always feel All like All the last. time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. If you're sick, if your body hurts, it doesn't matter. You get up, you go to work, you take care of your family, you do what you need to do at the end of the day. Yeah. I always refer to it as like an energizer bunny. Yeah. Or Cinderella. Yeah, Cinderella. Okay. Here's another. This is, this is different. Okay. Embrace aging out of being seen as a sex object. It's so freeing. To not worry about your attractiveness as perceived by others anymore. I've realized what a drain of my time and energy that it was and how insecure it made me. Trying to fight aging will just make you miserable. Now that I've fully accepted my crownhood, I don't know what, I'm going to have to look that word up. Crownhood, let me look it up. Yeah. I'm so much happier with myself and more at peace. Older bodies are beautiful just as they are. C-R-O-N-E-H-O-O-D. This lady uses way fancier words than what I know. I have no idea. Nothing's coming up for that. C-R-O-N-E-H-O-O-D. Words, Beth. Words, 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 words. Would you say C R O N E crone? C R O N E H O O D, and it's all one word. Oh, here it is. You don't even want to know what I was putting in. (laughs) The condition of being an elderly woman. What the heck? Elderly? How? I qualify for AARP, but I don't get Social Security. So right. What? I wonder what age group this is like. But I'm not elderly. Applicable to or. She didn't specify. No, there was no age. Like this is 50 and above or 60 and above or 70 and above. No, it just says older. What the hell is considered elderly? And I need to look that up. When when are you considered elderly? Is there a certain age? 20-year-olds probably think that we're elderly. But 80-year-olds certainly don't. You know what I mean? It's all relative. Showing signs of age. Well, that was 12 years ago. Right? (laughs) At 40, I showed signs of age. At what age are people considered elderly? This one here says so it's not like a... 65. And okay. Older. Well, we got a little ways to go yet. Oh elderly. my gosh, got a long way to go. I don't like that word. I'm like offended by that word. I don't even like it yeah. at all. Don't call me that. 
Even when I am that age, don't call me that. I'll kick people. I'll bite them. (laughs) (laughs) I'll show you, elderly chomp. That's it. Then I'll be put away for biting people. Anyway. Okay, here we go. Number seven. Keep making friends. My former boss, who is even now retired, has a group of friends. They vacation together. They go golfing, shopping, dining, etc. And I truly believe that. I have so much fun, like when we go to the beach or we go to dinner. I need that. Mm -hmm. I need to be around other adult women who have the same basic interests as I do, even though we're all very different. We still have a camaraderie that is invaluable to me. So I I just think it's easier the older you get to make friends. Here's a way to think about that. You have so much more life experience that you can find something in common with most people that you meet. Yes. When you're young, you have very limited life experience. So you're going to be very limited as to what you can connect on somebody with. At our age, we've had so much life experience, even especially with the way we were brought up, because that gives you a whole nother level of empathy and able to connect to people. And you go through so many things. Now I could literally be in a room of a thousand people and I bet you I have some commonality with every single one of them. I've always had that chameleon type personality that I can always find something to relate to with that other person. Male or female too. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And I just think too, this time of our life, we're going through all these changes. You're going through not only your body and physical changes but you're going through home changes whether or not people have children you know who are now leaving the nest you find yourself empty nesters and you know planning that next phase of your life of retirement granted it's still several years off but you're still thinking about it right and you think you know there's just so much more in common with people but now when you mentioned though too about our um growing up and i mean it was the way our families were or weren't, I should say, the right. lack of family right. structure right, that right, right. you and I had. Similar type experiences growing up where basically taking care of ourselves. Yeah, so exactly. I just kind of wanted to chime in on that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I don't think we've talked about that no. before. People might think, oh, we grew up in the, you know, the nice two-story home with white picket fence and everything was hunky-dory. Mm. No, it wasn't hunky-dory. Yeah. It wasn't, it was, like... it wasn't even hunky. <laughs> It wasn't even huh. It was none of that. <laughs> no. None of it. Yeah. It was a shit show. <laughs> yeah. So. Everybody out there, we want to be your friend. Yes. <laughs> we'll find something in common with you. Yes. Message us on social media. Okay. Number eight. Even though you're an adult, remember to always keep your children nearby. I'm 58 and still geek out about the holidays. It keeps life rich. So that's a keep your children next Yeah, keep year? your children close. Oh, wait a minute. I read that wrong. Keep the child you were nearby. So like the child within you. Okay. Like, that makes some more that. sense now. Okay. You know I can't read because I get karate and karaoke next time. Okay, you can't read and I can't talk. I forget words. So. Words. It's words. Oh, my gosh. Words, words. We're a combo. Um. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And I think, you know, when we get together as girls and stuff like that, we are very, we can be very silly. Yeah. And bring out those sides. Yeah. 
If it's you, all part of just happiness within you. If you're a happy person in general. Yeah. That, that's easy to do. Yeah. Well, I've embraced my inner mermaid and I'm 52 years old and I got a mermaid tattoo down my whole leg. And I keep thinking, even when I get that other part done, I'm going to add to it like seashells. I'm going to do my whole leg. But And that's probably a little kid thing to do, but I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. If I want to do it, I'm doing it. Well, read up and familiarize yourself with employment law. This is something I was never taught in school and just started doing in the past 10 years. That's boring. What's the purpose of that? I don't know. Maybe so you, you can't get railroaded by your job? I don't know. Or discrimination? Like Disc because yeah, of your age, probably, maybe? Probably that. Mm. Oh, boy. Mm. Here's one we talked about that I just can't do. I can't, I can't get on board with this. If you get tired or irritable in the late afternoon and have the time to do it, take a nap. Fought this for so long, using artificial stimulants and being cranky with everyone. Once I learned that it was okay to listen to my body and take a nap, it made a huge difference. Oh my God. Well, first of all, we're working women. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me, three o'clock here. I need to go take a nap. <laughs> I'm gonna take a nap. I'm gonna get my blankie and take a nap. I get that. No, that, no. that just isn't. Then you gotta come home. And you gotta make supper. And you gotta do this. And you gotta do that. And that's not gonna happen. See, I feel she's she's preaching to the elderly. The elderly people who are retired. Sixty-five. Yeah, and have that benefit, that luxury. Yeah. But no, as we were talking earlier, yes. Even if I had that luxury today, I still wouldn't want it because I feel like a pile of crap. And I do that. Yeah. Yeah. And then you don't, you get no motivation or drive to do anything. It just puts around the house, like literally walk room to room thinking, <laughs> what do I want to do? And it's too tired. It makes no sense. If you're going to take a nap, I'll just go to bed. Get over with. <laughs> right. I'm here to two o'clock in the afternoon. Right. Now here, this is a good one. This one is actually a good one. Don't be afraid to edit your life. A couple years ago, after being upset when two different friends posted yet another unsettling, untrue thing on Facebook, I realized I just don't want to be a fact checker for my friends. And I think she said she unfriended them. I understand where, where she's coming from, and especially through the last few years with the COVID and the whole pol political scene, which, you know, that's a whole rabbit hole we're not going to go into. Right. But my whole point with that is on facebook especially there's been so much division that yeah. you have seen that i i would find it hard pressed that if there was a there was somebody who said they couldn't really relate to that or they had seen somebody post something that was one of their friends or something that they just weren't on board with that they were right. against you know but i never reacted in a way where i unfriended somebody i just didn't engage exactly if I see something I don't like, I just keep scrolling. I'm not going to agree with everything everybody believes in or thinks or does. I'm, And it's not my job to do that. Right. As adults, though, too, you know, we understand that everybody has their own opinion. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Yeah. I can agree to disagree with you. Right. And that was a big statement used a lot in the last few years. Yeah. Your life experiences... I have my opinions based on the way I live. I lived my life, or the life was lived on me. Every single person has their own, but it's not for me to judge. Right. It's not for me to push 
my opinions or my feelings or my beliefs onto other people either. But I think everybody gets so like hype. You have to believe the things that I believe and you have to. No, we don't. That's what makes it so great. We're all different. Right. If we were all the same, my gosh, it would be such a boring place to live in. Yeah, absolutely. I have some some people, acquaintances or whatever that you question their moral judgments and so forth. But again, I'm not there At the to end judge of the them. day, that's not my that's business. That's on them, you know? All right. Make sure your car, mortgage, content insurance coverage, etc., which this could include life insurance too, is really good. For the few extra dollars it costs, it's worth it. Honestly, I don't think you can ever have too much insurance. I don't know. I'm I'm middle of the road on that one too. I also think it's a good thing to shop every few years too. Yes, absolutely. I did insurance for many, many years and you should absolutely shop around. Shop around. Especially nowadays, you can do that so easily. Talk about your menopause symptoms with friends your own age and younger women. I was completely blindsided when they started in my early 40s and no one was talking about it. Well, we know we talk about it way too much. (laughs) (laughs) That is not a problem. That one check, we got that one taken care of. However, I got to tell you, I have not been taking the estrogen or whatever, and I am not having hot flashes. If anything, I'm cold most of the time. That's strange. I think maybe I'm on the downside of it. I don't know. Yeah. However, well, I came home and whipped out a cupcake. My son's birthday was yesterday. So he, yeah. was, he got cupcakes at work and brought them to the nice. rest of them. Yeah, no, not nice. Oh. Because I ate one last night and then I ate one tonight. <laughs> they were so good. My husband goes, you just inhaled that. I said, yes, I did. It's like I couldn't get it up to eat today and I'm craving a chocolate. I said, uh, I said, I'm having that time of the month symptom without a period. Yeah. I still get that too. That's what yeah. it feels like. Yeah. You know, because I, I would always like for two days, I would eat everything in the house and then I was done. Boom. Yeah. That's how I feel today. Oh boy. But I, it's been seven months. Yeah. So I really think I'm counting, counting down for my year. They, I was reading that because I haven't had one. It's been a year and a half, but I still get the hot flashes. I still get night sweats. I still get cravings. And they said that could last up to 10 years. Uh, Yeah, I've read that. I'm like, you're going to be effing kidding me. 10 years? Shoot me. Yeah. So hopefully I'm just a lucky one right now. And hopefully I don't come back. Well, it, they probably will tonight because I'm talking about it. I'll go to bed. I'll wake up at 3 a.m. and I'll be sweating my ass off. <laughs> oh, gosh. Here's one. Next. You matter. You. Your needs, your dreams, your aspirations. You can't be the best unless you put yourself first. This applies to all aspects of your life, including your family life. If you don't take care of yourself first... You lose a part of yourself, lose your focus, you lose your personal happiness, and you can't take care of others. All relationships involve a compromise to a certain degree, but sometimes the other person doesn't realize how much you've compromised. You have to be your own advocate. That is so true. Very true. Now, that would be a good tip for people our age. You listen to all these different like TikToks and Instagram reels and blah, blah, blah. You can't pour from an empty cup. Yes. You have to pour into yourself first. 
And when you're overflowing, then you can pour into everybody's cup without being empty yourself. Then why are we so nice? Because, you know, at the beginning of this, we were talking about the fact that we put ourselves last. Yes. But yet we are still very kind people. Yeah. So imagine what we could be if we put ourselves first for a change and we thought about ourselves first. Oh my gosh. I would be like a magical fucking unicorn walking around <laughs> spreading glitter everywhere because I would be so happy. <laughs> you get happiness and you get happiness and you get happiness because I feel kind of empty all the time. Like I just feel drained and empty all the time. But I still right. give, 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 give. I really do. And I... But a lot of times when I'm giving, I feel like it is fulfilling something in me. I agree. Like when we went down and served the meal for oh the homeless there, that was so fantastic. I literally so wish good. it was closer because I would do that once a week. Yes. I had so much fun. They were so much fun to be around. We did mention this before that we did this. My friend John Martin has Angela's Care and Assists in Kensington. Oh, okay. So I I haven't lately, but I used to send him supplies. And he does go every week and every weekend and set up tables and hands out all the donations that he gets from people. Okay. So they do food. They do clothing. This time of year, they have, like, the Mylar blankets and little hand warmers and gloves and hats and things in, in the wintertime. And in the summertime, they have um, cooling towels and water because that's a big thing. And I would love to be able to go down there and help him. But it is, you know, it's three and a half hours away. Right. Anyway, that was a whole other topic. But I famously like to digress a lot. <laughs> so there you go. But so the some of the hacks were okay. But I don't know if necessarily that I would say that the title or the heading. It was definitely not life-changing. No. I don't feel changed at all. No. I feel short. <laughs> I feel short-changed. I wanted to be <laughs> metamorphosized or some <laughs> kind of, I don't know, a big swirl of something coming up out of the ground. I, d I don't feel different at all. Wish I had a camera so everybody could see what she was just doing here. <laughs> but, uh. Well, again, here we are. It's quarter to nine at night. We worked all day. It's rainy. It's not it's cold because it's supposed to be 50-something degrees in the middle of January here in the middle of bumfuck Pennsylvania. I don't know what's happening with the weather. 53 degrees in the middle of January? Hmm. The only thing I worry about? Flooding. Because it's kind of reminiscent of when in nine... I don't know if you knew this. So... 1996, January, mid-January, I had just purchased my first home. So the boys' dad and I, and, and our two boys, James and Jonathan, Jonathan turned three, so James was five, bought our house in October, made our first mortgage payment in December, January 19th was Jonathan's third birthday. We had eight feet of water in our ranch home and lost literally everything we owned in the whole wide world oh i did not know that yeah that is so we lived up you. on like humming creek road in williamsport okay and we had just bought a house and 
I was at work that day. It had snowed a lot. And then it had, then it started raining and it was really warm, unseasonally, unseasonably warm like today. But it rained for like four days in a row. I was at work and my boss comes in and she's like, I think you need to leave. They're like evacuating homes up on like Hummer Creek Road. I was like, oh my God. I get there. Of course, their dad had been sleeping because that's, that's a whole nother story. But the boys were at home because they weren't in school yet. I get into the house. I barely get into the house. I'm like trying to pack a bag because I know inevitably we're going to have to go because I see the, I see them evacuating people. I wasn't even there half an hour. I didn't even have a chance to get a photo album. I, I, I didn't even have a chance to get anything. I got the kids. I got our clothes. I got some blankets, got my husband up. We left. By the time I got all that, they were banging on our door. You have to get out of here and you have to get out of here right now. Wow. We got in the car, came to Muncie, and maybe a half an hour after that, the ice jam broke and a huge wall of water came down. People got stuck in their attics. People got stuck on top of their houses. They died. People died. People oh, drowned in their oh houses. It was horrible. Yes. I did not know that. So then a few days later, once everything kind of receded back to where it was, we were allowed back and they had the national guard was there basically guarding our homes so that they didn't get looted because wow. it was a like a it it was terrible actual houses came off the foundations and were sucked down the river whole houses came off their foundations they came, people came back to I nothing can't believe that. I to have nothing to look that up. yeah so it was 1996 january 1996 is that one of the dates on the bridge over at Canobles? It might be. They it have, probably uh, is. Yeah. Yeah. Th there's that one bridge or whatever, and they got markings about. Yeah. So sometime when you're over at the house, I'll get my photo album and show you. Yeah. I'd like to so mid-January, eight feet of water, then everything froze. Oh. So now we have mud up to, you know, six inches from our ceiling. Everything in the house is completely wet and frozen. There's my clothes are out on the front lawn. The kids' toys are everywhere and frozen. We lost everything. Photo albums, videotapes of our kids, all their stuff, everything. How horrific. Yeah. I mean, it's just like a fire. Yeah. Right now, too, I guess. So were you able to recover anything at all? I will tell you something hilarious. There was a cup of Kool-Aid that apparently floated around on the top. That was fine. And weren't those fucking hermit crabs? They were still alive, those little fuckers. They floated oh around. They lived. <laughs> Literally everything else was gone. Fucking hermit crabs and a cup of Kool-Aid. That's all we had. Oh, my gosh. Everything else was destroyed. Wow. That's horrendous. I I really feel for people that have suffered such as that, that type of loss, like yourself. My aunt has been through two home fires oh my two gosh. house fires lost everything each time jeez i, I just I, can't even imagine no you know and then all of our you know all the neighbors everybody's cleaning up and trying to get back into their homes it we it was seven months we had to literally got the house down to the studs and rebuild did you have flood insurance yeah we did time, thankfully so. but i mean flood insurance is really it doesn't cover great. much but yeah. 
the one thing that saved us was it was declared a national disaster. So FEMA stepped in and did make up the difference so that we could actually buy furniture. Otherwise, we wouldn't have been able to buy furniture. Because flood insurance only covers pretty much your structure. It doesn't really cover what's inside your house. I'll I'll have to dig that uh, photo album out and show you. Yeah. And I'd like to see it. I mean, that's horrific. But, I mean, you moved on and you got through it and everything, though, too. But, um, yeah, that would be something to see. Yeah, nope, I never knew that. Yeah. Well, is there anything else on her? Nope, that that was was it. it. That's your life changing. All right. I don't know how anybody else out there is going to feel about it, but. (laughs) We might have changed somebody's life. (laughs) We might have. (laughs) If we changed your life, please let us know. We're on all socials. You can find all of our episodes at our website, www.phuckitwere50.com. You will also find a suggestion link for all your listeners to submit topics of what you are over with as well. Tune in next time for two gals who are over 50 and over everything else too.